the Modern Black Man Podcast. Welcome to another episode of Modern Black Man Podcast. I'm so excited to introduce my guest this week. Hello, can you uh, hear me? I can hear you. Can you hear me? I can hear you a little bit. It's kind of there's some static. No problem. Let me get that static out a little bit. Um, I was giving you an introduction. Um, I can't hear you. I'm sorry. I'm getting. I'm just getting splashes. One second. Okay, we're starting to clear up some here. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. Um, I was giving you your introduction. I was actually talking about how excited I uh, am having you on my show this week. Um, I think it's a really interesting interview, so I appreciate you making the time. But hey, man, uh, brother, of course. Absolutely. For uh, those that uh, don't know who you are, um, I would like to give you this introduction. You are... Uh, a, a rapper extraordinaire, uh, a musical prodigy, um, a, a creative lyricist, uh, someone who has been in the rap underground for a few years on the Ohio scene, um, as an individual, just doing your thing. Um, apathy. Thank you for pronouncing it right. <laughs> thank you, yes. And thank you for putting me over so hard. I really appreciate it. Man, support, bro. All support, man. Uh, you know, um, please uh, let these people know who you are. Tell us more about your artistry and your individuality, bro. Like, uh, um, I'll, I'll go ahead and set the stage here. How I got connected to you. I'm an actor and uh, I'm actually doing research for a role mm. um, and in your community. So um, in doing the research, I just kind of stumbled across you and... Um, I, you know, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I have so many uh, questions that I could ask you, uh, obviously, for my role, but I'm more interested in supporting your musical efforts. I want to get to know uh, your musical influences, how you feel you develop your style and uh, where you want to go um, musically, uh, where you see yourself in the next few years, things like that, because mm -hmm. I think that you are uh, very niche and I, I want you to talk more uh about the space that you've carved out in hip-hop um please um well i mean that's one hell of an introduction uh, and i really appreciate it i mean <clears throat> excuse me uh i first got started doing hip-hop rap music honestly close to 10 years ago i wrote a verse everybody loved it and i was like maybe this is something that i can do and uh, I just really went back and studied the craft of it to the point where, like, I was, like, dissecting Outkast, Eminem, uh, Tupac, Biggie verses, classic Jay-Z verses, just dissecting them to really figure out how they found that pocket in the beat, how they were able to rhyme that word with, with the next word and continue to flow through it. And I think that's where a lot of my music really helps to resonate with, with rhyme and flow because like I've been told by people, the way that I rap is oftentimes hypnotic because uh, you know, I'm not really making a lot of the beats I've tried in the past. I'm not really that adept at it. Um, and I'm a big Kanye West fan. So I like that, that glitzy overproduced feel and vibe. And okay. I'm just, I'm not that good at it yet at being able to replicate that or do that to my satisfaction. I'm also a perfectionist. So as far as production, 
um, it sounds like you haven't gotten the drums or is it the sounds that you're not putting together to get the sardonics that you want? It definitely comes down to the sardonics. Mm. Uh, a lot of the time, because, uh, you know, going to the school of Kanye, you chop exactly. the beat and you just add some effects and then you got a good groove. But I, I just can't figure out how to make a song out of that. So that's why I just kind of trolled the internet to find uh, some of the best beats that really help speak to me as an artist, as well as uh, give me something that I can say to, the, to an audience. Mm. So uh, as far as projects, production goes, how often are you uh, putting out projects? I, I, I think you're on SoundCloud. Um, outside of SoundCloud, are you, are you monetizing your effort? I've not begun the monetization yet. I want to be able to leave the realm of SoundCloud before I do that. Sure. <clears throat> um, when it comes down to a lot of it, I mean, on my SoundCloud page, I have over 40 songs. With quarantine and everything, my computer ended up dying on me. So I uploaded a whole bunch of unfinished joints up to my SoundCloud page. Um, but as far as projects, I've got, I've got some irons in the fire right now. I actually left the studio earlier today starting something new um but i've got a playlist that i dropped here in 2020 on the coming off the back of you know the virus and everything quarantine that playlist have you listened to it i said where can i get it you can find it on my soundcloud page uh soundcloud.com forward slash a p a i v y um it's going to be called the life of the party playlist and i actually started it before the the whole world shut down and it's music that I really wanted to perform live uh, just to get the vibes right and get the energy going. Um, but I think it's a great listen to just sit down uh, when you have some spare time. It's, it's not even 20 minutes long. Mm. So it's, se- it's about seven tracks. They're actually in alphabetical order. The way that they just kind of flowed into one another just was beautiful. And I didn't want to mess with that at all. Um, and it touches on some themes. It, it's very lighthearted in the themes that it touches on. So it, it just talks about uh, things that we go through every day, things that we think about and look at, as well as just kind of trying to preach a little bit of a message of family, friendship, things like that. Like not not just going through things alone. So you got style and substance. Um, as far as your work, your artistry, why don't you do mixtapes? Do you do freestyles? Um, I've got some freestyle tracks up there. Uh, one of the things about me is, you know, I'll write a song in under an hour, whole song from start to finish. I'll write it in under an hour just because it's kind of like free verse. Each line is delivered to me. And I just kind of flow into the next one as far as where I'm trying to take the narrative of what I want to say and how the beat's speaking to me. So a lot of them are going to be, I remember uh, a few years back, I was working on an EP just talking about family and things like that. Five songs, it's called Dying. It's about 16 minutes addressing like black mental health, substance abuse, things of that nature. And all those songs, I don't think I spent more than an hour or two writing each one of them just because the next line just came to me. 
Now, as far as not having a lot of mixtapes out, I think that's really where the playlists come in at to just kind of have some music to, I mean, it's deeper, but it's something that you can ingest a little bit easier. It's not very mired in the message. It's not very mired in the complexity of the flows and things like that. It sounds like you're describing conscious party music. The, the Life of the Party playlist is definitely conscious party music. Uh, mm-hmm. On the last song, it's called The Blues. The first verse starts off, uh, she asked me why I take drugs. I ask if I didn't, would you be here? And if I stopped, would it be different? See the dream peeking? Like you want to hear a nightmare. So it's definitely, it's, it's over stuff that makes you want to move. Uh, makes you want to dance a little bit. And then the, the more you tune into it, the more that you take away from it. Wow. It's um, highly consumable, yet highly, highly customizable as well. Exactly. Awesome. Mood music, bro. Mood music, for sure. Um, if, if you had a best... Um, received platform, what would it be? Would it be SoundCloud? Is that where you're getting the most listens? Um, yeah, at this point, because that's pretty much where I'm uploading a lot of the music to is SoundCloud. Um, the medium is just a, a, a lot easier for me to work and put stuff out. Whereas like Apple Music, you got to go through like DistroKid, Spotify, same thing. You got to make sure that the samples get cleared. The, the the music is an expression of myself when I really put it out there. What about YouTube? Uh, I've got some songs on YouTube. I think uh, I uploaded the Life of the Party playlist on YouTube. Not the complete finished version, but if you type in A-P-A-I-V-Y, pronounced apathy, on YouTube, you should be able to find the Life of the Party playlist. And potentially, I'm not sure if it ever finished uploading, uh, something I was working on before the life of the party. That's an e- a short, short, short EP. It's called Decadence, and okay. that one's like under ten minutes. It's four songs. It's uh, the rain, the boys part one, a love story, and the boys part two. And the reason I kept it so short on that project is because literally every line from how it's delivered to how it's mixed just is meant to punch through to you and just kind of like have the levity set of the, uh, of the whole delivery in the song. You know, I remember uh, Jay-Z on the song, a hundred dollar bill. He's got decade of decadence, irreverence. And, and uh, just coming into 2020, I was just kind of spiraling a little bit. And so I really Mm. wanted to capture that in the music with, uh, just some of what I was working on, what I was going through, what I was surrounding myself with. And like, I was having a good time, but for the outside looking on in, you know, it really looked like I was going through it. And I wanted to capture that lens and be able to display that for an audience. Impressive. Thank you. Uh, Art, you know, um, and your directorship uh, with its focus uh, being specifically what it is. um, Who are you... Uh, pro- who 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 is this project for, or are you projecting uh, this project? Uh, who is this project for? I I'd, I'd say the project is 
more so for those who through an experimental hip hop lens, somebody who has that ear to be able to take in those sounds, uh, is really just trying to draw more from the genre than radio. I'd almost liken it mostly to my beautiful dark twisted fantasy from Kanye West. Like it's, it's not by any means polished and consumable to that level. But some of the things that he was talking about on there, some of those, I I'd liken it more to a raw sense of that. Well, I have cocaine taste. Are you saying that your project is uh, more dark twisted fantasy or is it closer to Yeezus? That's a difficult question. I really think it draws on both because it's very extremely experimental hip hop. But the topics of which I'm talking about on there definitely draw from more of a dark twisted fantasy perspective. Because where I'm at on that project is I'm loving everything that's happening around me but I'm also ignoring all the downsides of what's going on around me. You know, I've, I've got lines. It's a very dark uh, EP. That's another one of the reasons why I kept it so short. Because the first track, The Rain, and I'm just going to break it down for you right now. The first track, The Rain, talks about having friends that are survivors of sexual assault, you know, with the Me Too movement, um, just the waking up of what, a woman in America goes through, a woman all over the world goes through whenever she leaves her house, you know, she tries to have a good time and it might not go that way. Just being somebody, a part of that healing process as a result, like feeling guilt when, you know, just because it was, it was men, just because it was your friend feeling that guilt that you really shouldn't feel because you, there's no way that you can go, and understand what somebody who's gone through that has gone through unless you've experienced it yourself. The song, The Boys, is uh, taking in retrospect, like looking back at your friend group, and we've all had those questionable friends around us where they go and tell us the story, and, you know, we just got a couple questions that sometimes we're afraid to ask, sometimes that we have to ask, and, and sometimes that we don't want to hear the answers to. Uh, a love story goes and addresses, like, basically, I wrote that about an ex of mine, um, to be completely transparent and honest with you. But that whole song is, is just about, like, looking at the people that you leave in your wake as an individual. You know, I mean, no life comes to us and leaves unchanged. You are an experience in someone else's life. You're a part of their story. Um, not saying any of those those terrible things in the aforementioned tracks I, uh, I'm a culprit of. I just want to clarify that. But just looking at, at how... I hear right now. Excuse me? Um, I said, I'm just going to say this right now. I uh, appreciate you uh, being a, a speaker uh, uh, amongst things that go on in real life, having the courage to share a woman's story in hip hop, uh, something that I think goes unnoted in the game. I want to shout you out, big guy. That's what's happening. 
Um, anyone that listens to the show knows that uh, I support all walks of life. Uh, and obviously my preference is female. Um, so viva la fin. That's all I had on that. Exactly. You know, uh, I support the female as well. I think they're some of the, the most powerful and strongest creatures ever to walk the planet. I mean, they can birth life, which we as men cannot do. So right. I, I ultimately respect it and just show reverence to the female creature. I got a, a leg tattoo. I don't think it's on any of my IG pages, but it's a woman holding a child to symbolize life in the universe because without women, there is no more life. Uh, there's yeah. no more of the human species. And just like the whole project is to really address that, to address like in hip hop. Cause you know, you got those songs like you ain't even know by like Rick Ross where he's like uh, put Molly in our champagne. She ain't even know it. You already like, know. <laughs> I'm going to be real with you. That's not cool. No, not at all. Uh, Rohypno uh, in, in a woman's drink is absolutely out of bounds. But um, in hip hop, we hope it's fantasy. Because I don't see uh, Rick Ross's uh, uh, being able to, to to really get away with this. And, and, and knowing that he's vulnerable with a hot lyric like that, you know, like I do think that that portion is entertaining, mm-hmm. but there's a reality to it. Uh, the converse, the influence, if you will, and that's a dangerous uh, place in 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 our reality. So, as men, as leaders, uh, as protectors, um, our duty and our obligation is to do just that. Um, and I have no uh, issue or discrepancy, delay, uh, any of that um, in, in preserving uh, integrity. Um, I, I I would never violate a woman in such a way um but absolutely it's uh it's it's a part of reality not just in um music but also in our media and our uh, uh movies and um probably i don't want to go at anything tyler perry right now <laughs> but uh if we were to undermine uh, uh projects uh, based on our uh, uh morals um we really would uh be unearthing lots of troubling things but we have a safe zone when we call it entertainment it's uh very interesting uh in your dissection of the lyric uh putting molly in her champagne you were telling you're sharing with me uh something yeah exactly and i mean hip-hop in itself is just an entertainment base i mean i'm not saying anything or projecting that Rick Ross has ever done anything. I don't know the man. Um, and just listening as a fan of his, my music has been compared to him. Uh, that was just an example of something in hip hop that I just tried to pull out. I mean, uh, there, and in addition to that, there are other themes on the EP. Like uh, my favorite song on the EP is the last one, the boys part two, which mm. uses the uh, the metaphor of your friends of the boys as, and I'm going to be raw and open and honest with you, as a means to basically end yourself in the wake of, you know, what you know has transpired, what you know you were unable to stop. 
but you know it's going to continue and you have no way to, to put an end to it other than your own voice, which is, uh, you know, the way that the it, it goes, like, hanging with the boys, killing with the boys, shooting with the boys. It's all methods that, like, people have used to take others' lives, but you can also use to take your own life. And it's over a gospel-style beat. I sampled in, actually, a lot of different sermons and things like that to help further paint the narrative of just kind of going off faith. Wait a minute. You're saying you take the intro and apply it to sermon video? I went through, I spent hours researching different sermons, uh, looking at recordings of different sermons to just kind of sample them into the beat to help that narrative of basically being lost and everything that has transpired, everything that you've either been ignorant to or were too late to stop, things of that nature. Because that that was something that, especially in that time and the people that I'm close with, have been close with, that's something that hearing their stories after the fact leave an imprint on me as an individual. I think that it that happens to all of us. That's interesting. Um, and you said... Um, this is something that you've sampled in your music. You apply it to sermons, et cetera, et cetera. That's powerful. Um, um, music is a, a an ultimate medium. Um, so that's dope that uh, you get that inspiration uh, from that record. Like um, that's awesome. Um, I wanted. I want. I want to do. I want you on uh, my mixtape, man. Of course. Uh, I'm just gonna. You know. I'm just gonna do a little. A little free section, man. Um, I don't know how you like to uh, record, but uh, if you if you'd even want to provide the the music, I don't know if you have uh, uh, intro or uh, what's allowed in the game. But I'm putting together a couple few tracks, and uh, you know, uh, I'd love to maybe bounce some around with you. Of course, I mean, as much as hip hop in the game is art and introspection is or uh being introspective i'm sorry it's also a sport it's mm-hmm. also just something to be able to look at casually yes um and and, and i'm i'm I definitely want to uh get recreational um so if you uh you know let's let's definitely do a lyrical workout um i don't know i don't know where you prefer i even uh <laughs> we could warm up on on, on the show now like uh, uh I, I appreciate your inspiration uh for the for the game for the sport of hip-hop yeah it's it's always been something that like i said it's it's not just all of the emotion and the experience that's what you want to, the way that you take in art I mean, it can be dense, and it also can be highly consumable. Like, I've got on my SoundCloud page, I've got tracks on there that, you know, like my song, Come Down. It's one of my favorite songs. It's one that you can dive in. It's, it's a story. And the way that it's just delivered is you can go in there. At the end of it, 
it almost makes you just like kind of want to go and vibe out a little bit. Like uh, I was getting a haircut one time. I demoed the song for my barber, T-Cuts Barbershop. Uh, Shout out T-Cuts. Y'all on Instagram. Follow them boys. T-Cuts <laughs> zero, 00 on Instagram. There we is. Been my barber since uh, 2010. Homie cut my hair for prom, bro. That's how far back we go. All day. All That's right. fam. That's fam right there. Exactly. Brother right there. Yeah, at least cousin. <laughs> exactly. And they compared it to like music to smoke to. So, I mean, there are all different kinds of vibes out there to be taken in. Like, I never just want to be known as somebody that like is solely backbone for the culture. Mm. Because, I mean, you got those Tupac songs where it's like, like hold your head or white man's world, but you really just want to dive in with a bombs first, you know, like a Hail Mary or something like that. Brendan, even I think is a quintessential Tupac. If I am not a connoisseur, because again, I was a notorious B.I.G. fan, but yes, I'm sorry to go into Tupac's records of Ray, but. Excuse me. A lot of people think that I'm a big, big fan, and I love Big. Greatest rapper. But one of the ever. things about Tupac was the way that he could always elicit the emotion out of you. You know, uh, I, I was playing Hit Him Up for the first time for a friend of mine, and he is relentless on that track. You know, it's an unpopular opinion. I, uh, I think most people would say Tupac over Biggie. Uh, and I just, in the, in the air and the time... It was an East Coast, West Coast thing, and uh, I, I grew up in the middle, so mm. uh, we were definitely uh, West Coast influenced, um, and I, I I had always been a, a Biggie fan. I think that uh, the hip-hop I was getting a hold of was East Coast hip-hop to start off, and I just, I didn't accept I, it, something happened. I don't know, and, and, and then after, after the, after pop died, uh, hip-hop kind of got unified. You remember that? Like, uh, Vaguely, yeah. From East Coast, West Coast, and then it was like, that's that's the stupidest thing ever. Everybody came to their senses like overnight, uh, which is a beautiful, beautiful thing, but um, I just always remember those. The, that Pop was cool. No disrespect. You can't disrespect uh, a rap god, but um, Biggie was just the truth. The lyricism, the timing, the, the technique, the drama, the, you know, he, um, uh, Biggie Smalls, you said listen to emotion. Uh, I listen to Biggie Smalls every day from middle school uh, to high school, through college, uh, uh, before, through, through, through my bachelor years, uh, while I was married uh, as a divorced man, as a dating man currently, so my whole life. Uh, and it never changes. Uh, uh, it's a it it's it's like a, a a condensation a can canned nineteen ninety six uh nineteen ninety five um and and that's a time that will never be able to get back um so thank God for these records um because i when i when I hear everyday struggle uh before i finish my morning commute um things are all right 
everything's going to work out. I feel encouraged and I can remember then and I can look at now and I can be thankful for all of it. That was that was too much for Notorious B.I.G., but that's how much he meant to me. Um, Are you a big playlist guy? Absolutely. Anytime I'm working on a new song, like when I hear a beat, one of the things that I love to do is just to make a playlist of things that inspire me when I hear that beat to be able to just go and come up with not only like my own take and flow, but something that's really with the culture. Mm. So that's how I come up. Uh, that's how I go uh, or approach a lot of new songs that I'm starting and working on. Nice. Playlists are um, truly the soundtracks to our lives. Um, I know that life isn't the same without uh, that the right playlist. Whether it's the pull-up playlist, the workout playlist, the getting up for work playlist, the driving to work playlist, or the getting some playlist, um, you know, um, it's it, it isn't the same. Uh, music really uh, speaks where words fall short. Exactly. And uh, briefly, what you were talking about with, like, the unification of hip-hop, I mean... One of the saddest things, and I feel like it's where the genre really loses respect with uh, other forms and mediums of music, is it was never meant to be about the mortality of it all. Mm. And that's where I think hip-hop, like, for a lot of people where they're like, it's not music, you know, a lot of people hesitant towards it. It's, it's just because of the high mortality rate that comes with it and how young a lot of the musicians in the artists go like both Biggie and Tupac were what 25 when they passed mm-hmm. away. I'm 27 now. Just had my 27th birthday almost two weeks ago. Didn't mm-hmm. it be an OG in the game? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like Kanye West so, said, where do you want or Kanye West and Andre 3000? Where do you want to be when you're 25? She looked at me and said alive. That's Andre 3000. The artist storytelling part one. And that's so powerful because in the black community, in hip hop itself, you know, it, it's it's amazing. That 26th birthday hits so hard. Yeah. In the community, and when you're coming from a background where, I mean, people are dying every day. But make it to 30 and realize how toxic that mindset is. Yes. Uh, because <laughs> that was my experience. You, it's not that you feel bulletproof. It's that your expectation is is, is condensed. And if, if I only think that I can live to 25 and not 125, I'm missing out so much on this life. Um, I'm not saying that 125 is, is what everyone needs to validate but I think that it's realistic for us now to really see how far we can go into this whole life expectancy thing. Um, that's actually going to be a, a huge theme in my life um, moving mm. forward. But um, it, it's real. And it's all about the brain because the body is ultimately mechanical you can buy parts (laughs) you can you can replace valves um your heart and your brain are 
unique, but that brain, it can't be replicated. I, mm-hmm. you, you, it just can't be replicated. So I just, I just want to see how, how much quality I can provide with myself and those around me. Um, not to segue into, into that vein. I just wanted to bring it up for, for context at that point. Thanks for listening to that. Can you hear me? I can hear you now. It's seeming like it's breaking up a little bit. Yeah, sorry about that. I don't know. Um... No, you're fine. I'm trying to move around some to see if I get a clearer signal. Can you hear me? I can hear you perfectly right now. Um, I just, um, I, I appreciate you kind of sharing all that information. All right, you're back. Yeah, I'm back. I appreciate you sharing all that um, information about kind of your musical inspirations and um, things that lead you to your creative success. Uh, do you feel that two part question? Um, do you feel that hip hop is in a good place is the first question I want to ask. It's a tricky question. I think hip hop is in good hands. I don't necessarily think it's in a good place because when we look at a lot of the kids that have the ear now and the audience now, I'd say as they grow and experience these things on their own, they're going to preach the message of what the culture and community need to be to the people listening to them, whether we see it now or not. I think it's going to take a few years. Okay. I like that response. Um, and then uh, with that being said, um, where do you see your fit in the world of hip hop? Another, these are really good questions. And this is another tricky one. As far as my fit in the world of hip hop, you know, a lot of my favorite artists that I listen to regularly when I I, uh, work on music, I view my place in hip hop as your favorite rapper's favorite rapper. Yeah, okay, me too. Amongst the the black thoughts and the the most deafs, the MF dooms of the world. And I'm okay with that. I love that. Awesome. Um, and then I was going to say that we got to get the story on the name Apathy. You still haven't told us um, how this came to be because uh, I'm truly interested. Um, I have a possible guess, but... I would love for you to just clarify that because I don't know uh, what the cryptic uh, spelling means. All right. So first, tell me what your guess is. German? No. Okay. So let me just go into it for you. Yeah. I had to take a seat for this one. Oh, wow. So it comes from my Twitter handle. My original rap name was Ricardo Houston because I'm a big Kanye West fan again. I always loved the idea of a first and a last name. 
Now, my first and last name, again, transparency, is Randall Walker. Doesn't really have the same ring as Kanye West. It has more of a Marshall Mathers to an Eminem kind of ring to it. Okay. Now, uh, originally, when I first got on Twitter, my name was only Apathy for you, the, the number four and the letter U. Uh, eventually, I abbreviated that to O-A-I-V, the Roman numeral four, and then the letter U. Oh, my God. My head hurts. It, it always does when I tell the story. And so I went through a really bad breakup that took seven hours. The police were called. Oh, my no. best friend ended up showing up, as well as my mom ended up showing up. And the Your girl that I broke up with spent the night at my mom's place. Your best friend's a girl. No, my my ex-girl, my best no, no, no. friend just ended up showing up because he was living with us at the time. So he walked into a situation. He was like, I don't know what's going on here. I don't want to deal with this. Wow. And then my mom ended up showing up because I was just like, I can't. I can't deal with this. This has been seven hours of my life. Just please take her somewhere that's not in front of me. Because I was so young at the time, I didn't have a car. Wow. Yeah. And so I decided to change across all my platforms what my username was so that she couldn't find me. And so I always love the idea of the apathy just because I'm, a, I'm typically a very monotone person. You know, you're not getting a lot out of, and I'm also just not very upfront, direct, outside of the music. Like, the, I'm very coy in how I answer questions typically. Mm. And so I decided on apathy to keep that a part of it. But I, I and you know, that's going to be taken on a, across multiple social media platforms. So I did the IV in place of the T and the H to have that Roman numeral four still a part of it. So that's where APAIVY comes from. It's it's essentially still only apathy for you. And I think it's very ironic that as a rapper that goes by the name of apathy, all of the music is very emotional. It's very in touch. It's very passionate. You've got to turn that into a logo and update. The apathy is probably not available on, the, on any platforms, huh? Uh, it's I, I don't believe so. So that's why I still go with the APAIVY. Yeah, I, I get it. It's no, the closest. In I'll put pronounced apathy every now and again. Oh, that's tough. That's tough, bro. Um, I get it. I, I hear you. Um, once you sell enough units, you can buy the uh, uh, username that you deserve. How about that, though? <laughs> that's incredible, and that's dope. I mean, I like I like the apathy part of it you know how it's spelled now because you know it's unique to me well it tells it's the been whole with story. Me, this is going back 2015 you know when i was like 21 22 i'm now 27 and so it's just kind of stuck with me and it's a part of me do you do any other art besides rap like poetry or anything like that i dabble a little bit in poetry Nothing major. When it comes to poetry, I'm much more of a writer than a performer. Sure. Oh. You know, I got asthma. So they when I watch them do it on like Facebook and things like that, they're doing all the ups and downs and, and the choreography for the emotional effect. And that's not me. I just I, I put my feelings down in prose 
and give it to the people. And I mean, I've always had interest in doing comedy as well as acting, but the opportunities haven't pre- presented themselves yet. They were so available before coronavirus. Now it's like <laughs> they were, and we're in, now in a new world. So, well, now I think everybody's looking for for people. Like, um, it's crazy. At least, I, at least I feel that way. Like, I think we're going to see a lot of new faces, uh, which is going to be cool. But um, it's 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 a whole different world and game now, uh, in part to this whole corona thing. Let's see here. Are we are we wrapping up? Sure. Um I was gonna get social medias and then uh that was gonna be about it. Uh, can I demo this song that I recorded today? I mean, there's no mixing or anything done to it. Absolutely. I just wanted to demo part of it. Yeah, you own the rights to this music. Okay. Right? Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, I mean, I, it, it's a, I get money it's a from advertisement situation currently. Sponsorship, if you're listening. As far as I know, he owns the rights to this music. I do not own the rights to the music. Uh, this is uh, intellectual property of art, an artist known as Apathy, and he's debuting a track uh, known as, what's the title of this track? It's going to be Black 2, a sequel to a song on my SoundCloud page currently, mm-hmm. which is just the original version. And so I'm going to start debuting it now here. I'm just going to play like about a 30 seconds of it. Let's okay? do it. That should Let's do take it. us up to the hook, okay? FCC, uh, haters all around the world, uh, uh, and lovers as well. This is that new um, apathy. All right, here we go. So pretty I think I know so empty. Might have just made off in my Bentley. I just went to take off so tempting. All black is the Audemars. Black and black in the motorsport. Uh. Niggas in Paris to the Autobahn. Niggas in the kettle make sure they on. All black. All black. Slipping again for the hate and loss of many men. Feel the pale horse up against my skin. Really? Like I don't hurt too many sermons. My nigga shouldn't be getting paid. All right, I'm gonna cut it off there. Were you able to get any of that? Yeah, that was dope, bro. That was that was that's that that's the production is definitely there. Uh, you produce that. I did not produce it. Okay, that's your music, though? Yeah, it was all me on the vocals right there. Um, it's something that I was working on earlier today. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have not gotten the chance to mix any of it yet. Uh, like I've been saying, I've been having computer issues. But it's it's some of this music that I'm working on, which is hopefully going to be related to the culture of not only hip-hop, but also you know, just being black in America right now. That shit sound dope. Uh, I appreciate you sharing that. Um, definitely, uh, if it's you need to get that music out there. One 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 thousand man, get that music out there. I told you I, I want to do some projects with you. 
Um, Thank you very much. Yeah, man. I told you, like, anytime, man, like, uh, I, 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 I would I would definitely make time. So just let me know and let's do that. Uh, I got a, a mixtape. I told you I'm really trying to get done here pretty soon. I got a, um, somebody that should be able to produce it, uh, but I want it to be raw. <laughs> and uh, I want to get a little bit of collaboration on there to get a feature would be that'd be dope of course i definitely got you um, and then, as far as things like social media again my sound my soundcloud page for you is going to be soundcloud.com forward slash apaivy as well as my instagram and my twitter are going to be apa i'm sorry apaivy i really did a good job on branding <laughs> Apple Ivy, um, great music, uh, great conversation. I appreciate you making the time. Uh, anybody uh, that wants to check this guy out, um, you just heard his newest project. So um, the music speaks for itself. Those that follow the show, you know you can get me on Twitter, Facebook, Snapchat, TikTok, <laughs> uh, um, Instagram, Twitter, doesn't matter. Uh Chubby Idris Elba. Until the next episode. Peace. Until the next episode.